Welcome to Fabulous After 50, the podcast for women wanting to make the most of their lives. My name is Julie Kennedy, and I am your host. Welcome today to Marjolaine von der Krupp, who recreated herself after 18 years in the pharmaceutical industry as life coach, certified in emotional intelligence and positive psychology. Marjolaine is also a faculty member of the School of Creative Leadership in Amsterdam. And I'm already thinking, you know, thank goodness that that sort of thing exists nowadays. And she is passionate about helping us become our own best friend. And I'm, you know, we're talking about a 50 plus audience. So, I mean, if not now, when are we going to start being friends with ourselves? So anyway, before we get into the topic, Marjolaine, can you share a little bit about yourself, about who you are, you know, maybe where you live, what you do, and, and you know, mostly why do you do this? Mm, thank you, Julie, for introducing me and for having me. It's such a pleasure. So I have a French background like you. I was born and raised in Paris and lived there for 18 years. And then I moved to the Netherlands to, to study. And I've been in the Netherlands ever since, even though I've traveled to, I spent some time in Singapore and San Francisco. So I really like the international global uh, setting, global women, because it doesn't really matter which country you're in. At least it does matter, I guess, in terms of your freedom and, and that can be yeah. different in each country. But the way we are wired internally as women, I think is pretty similar. There's some common ground in there. So I really love that international background. I live in The Hague with my 18-year-old daughter, Charlotte, and my two cats, Charlie and Lo. Oh, lovely. And so, <laughs> I mean... So, I mean, maybe just very rapidly, this school of creative leadership, it sounds so fantastic. I mean, is this a new phenomenon and, and, and what do you teach there? No, it's been founded, I think, in 2008 or 10, if I remember okay. correctly. I joined eight years ago and it's really to, to create this new way of looking at leadership and to oh. help grow the leaders of tomorrow to really make the world a better place right no. that's that's a bit of the holistic view and what i so what i teach there i teach leaders in in corporates how to connect with themselves in order to better connect with others so it's really that that human side that a lot of people say they're soft skills but yes. they're the hardest skills ever right working on these kind of skills and what i'm truly passionate about in terms of leadership is leading because yes. that is what self-love is, is leading yourself first. Whether you're a leader or a manager, you're a leader in your life in yes. all instances, whatever work it is that you do. And it's so important to connect with yourself first. And sometimes as women, we kind of skip that step and we connect so much with others right. and we give so much to others. We give love, we care for others, we give compassion and kindness and our time and energy and sometimes yes. we get super tired because we forget to give it to ourselves first. Yeah. And I would even say not even sometimes. I mean, I've been lucky to move around the world to know a huge amount of women of different backgrounds, yeah. nationalities, cultures. But there's one common thread there is that we do not put ourselves first. I mean, so I mean, I'm very interested in what it is. I mean, is there a part? Of course, you know, there's the cultural side, but there is also a wiring side, don't you think? There definitely is. There's always the how we're born, right? The way our brains are wired as women. We're kind of set up to care for others to as nurture, potential right. to nurture, right? As potential potential moms. And I'm not saying that it's something we need to turn down. It's something that we need we need to nurture actually for ourselves, but make sure 
we nurture ourselves first. And even, yeah. right, because there's also this thing about putting on your own oxygen mask right. first before helping your kids. I agree to a certain level. What if we can put on our oxygen mask just for us? Yes. Just yes. to enjoy life, just yes. to feel proud of who we are, just to live, live a fulfilled life. If we can help others, it's wonderful, but we don't have to. We and that's the cultural ourselves. side, isn't it? Don't you think it that's, the, I think that that is because I remember thinking, I think I shared this with you the other day when we were just having our chat. I mean, I remember years ago. So I went from, from a management consultancy position to being an, an expat spouse, which I chose, right? I mean, I knew yep. I would find something to do wherever I was and I had a, a baby. So, I mean, I was very happy to, to be there, et cetera, but I was getting quite restless. You know, you're very alone in, in Black Africa. Africa with a baby you know you don't go out to parks there's no place to push a pram or whatsoever right. and I remember my my husband then was going off on all these fancy business trips so his life hadn't changed much mine had but then the realization that even if I did have a job like him and that somebody would offer me that business trip I was physically incapable of leaving my three-month-old baby oh. it, it would tear me to bits Nobody, yeah. you know, if I wouldn't be able to do it. And I was, I was getting quite angry at myself. But then that is the wiring side. But what you've just talked yeah. about, you know, the fact that we aren't our own best friend, that, that everybody always has to go first. I mean, that isn't just yeah. that nurturing side. That is an almost sort of, you know, do I deserve it? Or who am I to think, let's just have the oxygen mask for me? Aren't we brought yes. up a bit to think that's selfish? You know, exactly. having it just for you. Yeah. And that is, that is, we're kind of afraid to become arrogant. Yes. And most of the women and the clients I work with have this fear, like, but if I come up for myself, if I speak up, if I take time for myself, I might be seen as arrogant. And that's like the worst. So what I'll do, I'll do the other side. I'll kind of sacrifice myself. I will overgive. Yeah. I will make myself feel small to let others shine. But it's not black and white. It doesn't have to be one or the other. There's, There's the a little dial. Shades, right? That's where the 50 yeah, shades exactly. are. That's where the 50 shades come in. And we can make it a little darker, but it doesn't, it will not make us arrogant. Yeah. It will and it serves, it serves no one for us to be, yeah. let's say, miserable or burnt out. You know, if we're not our own best yeah. friend and we let everything else go in front of us, there has to be yeah. some dissatisfaction at some moment, especially in our generation. I know my my mum even, I know she's listening. Sorry, mummy, if you are. But, you know, at, at one point she listened to the first few episodes and she was, you know, she was a bit like, well, you know, okay, this is good. But, you know, you're all talking about yourselves and your happiness yes. and all that. She said, you know, I was just brought up to, you know, to 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 find happiness in being there for my family. I mean, she worked. She always worked. She, yeah. she very much, she was a teacher, so she always worked. But still, the others always went first. And so she was finding it quite intriguing this sort of almost obsession with you know becoming our own our own best friend and, and thinking well what would I actually like and it is that that feeling that it's that it's selfish and that will make us a bad person so yeah. how, how I mean you've actually created a company yeah. right be your own best friend I have absolutely and and just to go back on that it's we can gain so much energy from giving to others and helping others it's about the balance because yes. what happens a lot is that when we give so much, we sometimes find ourselves being resentful because we're yes. not receiving. Yes. And then it's unhealthy because we continue giving because we want to be seen. We want to receive the validation. We want to receive the love. We don't. And we feel resentful. 
Yes. So that's a sign that you need to love yourself first so that you don't need the validation. You still want to give and care for others if that's what, what makes you happy and fulfilled. But be happy just with that and not the need for yeah. validation. And to so, cultivate that balance, I would say probably yes. as well, because just somehow when you were saying that, I was also thinking, well, actually, that also could account for, of course, the large amount of divorces, you know, yeah. in my in this category of 50 plus. Plus, Definitely. apparently, I, I, I won't quote any number because I'm terrible with numbers, but I remember reading somewhere that, interestingly, they're mostly female-driven, these divorces. You know, the, 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 it, yeah. so it's basically, you know, I can imagine, you know, you talk about resentfulness. I can imagine that, you know, yeah. we do it, we do it, we do it, we do it, we do it. Then around this age, maybe the children are starting for those of us who have them are starting to move off. So there's no direct need. And then we're left with a partner and we're a yeah. bit like, well, OK, you know, my constantly being there for everybody else applied more to the children than to the partner. And suddenly, you know, there's like this explosion yeah. It's like a pressure cooker and that, you know, suddenly you're a bit like, okay, my turn now. But whereas if we cultivated exactly. that balance and every now and then yeah. in with ourselves. So, I mean, how, how do you, yeah. do you coach people to become their own best? So maybe to take a few steps back on when I started this, because I started this initiative, the company was already there, but the initiative of really being your own best friend as a life coach to help women to empower them to connect with themselves first. It started on, on July 24th, 2020, when oh, I, I remember it was the day my best friend passed away. Oh, um, I was I was holding her hands. I was with her. She was suffering from breast cancer and it oh. was not to be cured so and she was she was my bff and she still is i cannot speak in the past about her she she is my bff my best friend forever and i have my hand on my heart when i speak about her and when she passed i really i i lost her and i lost a piece of myself as well right yeah and i i realized that i lost a piece of my identity because i couldn't be there for her anymore i couldn't care for her anymore i couldn't right I was missing so much. There was such a big gap in my heart. And, and the times that follow were really, really tough. But that's, that's, I think, where this concept started. Like, I'm nothing without her. Mm. And I realized, but I am still, I need to be, take yeah. her in and, you know, have her yeah. and, and be my own best friend. So I add her to you rather than you losing something, right? Exactly. So almost becoming even more rather than, than just being a half a person or a three quarter of a person because she took such a chunk of you with her. Yes. What a yeah. beautiful way to start a company. Definitely. But that's actually very deep what you've just said because yeah. we do define ourselves often through our relationships, right? Through exactly. what, what we, you know, we, we define ourselves through what we mean to others, yeah. uh, through what we do, through our various roles or statuses that we have. Yes. But we do run the risk that if if we are made up, you know, it's a bit like empty nesting is something that I also wanted to talk about on, on yes. this program. Because if we see ourselves as the mother of, what happens when those little chickens, you know, fly away? Then what are you when they've gone then? Are you nothing? Yeah, but but how beautiful that you took something so, it must have been awfully painful. And you've made her live on through this. Yes, I have. And I have... I've only realized that later, but I, I promised her while she was taking her last breath, I said, I will spread your kindness and love in this world because she 
is the most kind person you can imagine. And little that I know that that promise actually meant that I will help others be kind to themselves first. I mean, there's no and, and, more beautiful way to do with something painful than to make something beautiful yeah. out of it, right? It I mean, is. I'm a Nishirin Buddhist, and that's called, you know, making a medicine out of poison. It really is. It's taking something and 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 making it bigger than yeah. yourself, right? It, you, yeah. Bigger than, than you, than you and your best friend. It's now a whole concept. Now, is it hard to teach women to be their own best friend? <laughs> it is hard. And the hardest part is our being our worst enemy because yes we can be our own best friend but there's a polarity with our inner critic some people yes. call it my inner asshole some people right whatever yeah. name you give to it and we all recognize voice, it yeah that voice can be so loud and you're not good enough you can do better than that look at the other people around you they're doing so much better you shouldn't speak up your ideas are stupid anyway i could go on for hours and that inner critic is ingrained in us Yes. And I don't believe in silencing it. Some people say, oh, we need to silence the inner critic. That's never going to work. No, the more you only silence shout it, louder. Exactly. It's, it's only going to shout louder. It's about managing and building that relationship. And that's why loving yourself starts with self-awareness. Right. Who am I? It starts with emotional self-awareness. What am yes. I feeling? Usually yeah. as women, we either we're like brooding in our emotions. So we're like, being overwhelmed and and stuck in them or we bottle them up we like right. put them in a bottle put the lid on it and put it away and so, we often feel that we have no power over them right exactly uh, again i can't remember the facts but claudia kuhorn did a lovely episode with me not long ago about the difference between the male and the female brain and i mean it's absolutely outstanding the amount of emotions a woman goes through in a day yeah. compared to a man man men sure. link have emotions obviously as well but they link yeah. them to serious big important things we link them to absolutely everything but we sure. often feel that you know that it's like a monster in us that is bigger than us that we can't control it which makes us feel yeah. very vulnerable yeah it does and that's why i really believe in the science of susan david in building emotional agility oh. being able to be with our emotions because emotions are data. Emotions are telling yes. us so much about what we value, about yes. what it is that we truly need. If we feel lonely, we have a need for connection. Yes. Right? They, they give a message, right? They're telling us. They something. give a message. So And so does the it, critic for that reason, right? Exactly. He's the trying critic to tell us too. something. It's trying to protect us, probably. Yes. So the first step is really when you want to become your own best friend, to be your own best friend, is to build that inner self-awareness. Who am I? What are my strengths? What are my values? What am I passionate about? And also, what is what is my inner critic? What is it telling me? And how can I deal with it? So that's really one of the first steps. And there comes the first tip, like for everyone, yeah. if your inner critic is super strong, I will, well, if it's probably just the case, celebrate yourself every day. Right. At the end of the day or at the start of the day, journal on what am I proud of? What do I celebrate today? What have I achieved? Yeah. And it could be that you celebrate yourself for getting out of bed in the morning. Exactly. Because... It doesn't have to be, you don't have to have written a Nobel Prize winning book, right? It no, means no, it can no. be the small thing. Exactly. So celebrate yourself and that will really help you to raise another voice, raise the voice of your inner best friend. The inner critic will come up. It's like, well, if it's the only thing that you did well this morning, you, you got out of bed. 
it's okay, inner critic. Yeah. I will continue to celebrate myself and to see the little things that I did well. And that's already training your brain to see what you're great at, where your talents are and where your strengths are. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing because, I mean, we are a whole, that critic is part of us. So we can't yes. shut him up and we can't no. kill him. He will always be there. So may as well make a friend of him as well or her. You know, yes. we're calling him him yeah. as if male is the baddie, but it could be. Definitely. Um, oh, yes. You know, it, it, it's about owning the critic as well as part of us. And, and maybe just, you know, as you said, it's that awareness. You have to, first of all, stop and ask yourself. I think lots of us, you know, our world is so busy, you know. Yes. We're running the whole time. Do we often even ask ourselves, you know, how am I, you know, how am I feeling in general, you know, and and what what thoughts have gone through, you know, we just put it all in yeah. this mess and we go to bed drained yeah. and then there's another 600 exactly. WhatsApps that we need to answer and it's maybe exactly. then sort of taking time, right, to be, or what did you say, to celebrate yourself, you have to know celebrate you yourself. Then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and some people already have a gratitude habit, you know, of writing yes. the things they're grateful for. And then I say do gratitude 2.0. Okay, so, so after each after each gratitude, add in what your what was your part in that. And even if you're grateful for right now, the sun is shining outside, right. and I can see little birds chipping. Yeah, what have I done to see? Well, I've actually open myself up to look at nature exactly you've chosen to to actually let it in because some people don't even see that you know they're having exactly. a day and you say well there must be something good no there's nothing good i said well first of all by the fact that you're alive and you're speaking to me that's already yeah. good right you know it is. i mean that's already a it miracle is. in itself so, absolutely okay, I, yeah I mean, I keep thinking back to why do we do this to ourselves? But I think that's an yeah. episode in itself, right? The, the why, why do we feel that we have to be so harsh on ourselves all the time, yeah. even if it costs us so much? But okay, that's yeah. the, the arrogance thing. So, okay, so your clients, I mean, do they word it like that? Do they say, please, Marjolaine, help me learn how to be my own best friend? Or no. do you, they come to you with negative behavior or thoughts or... Absolutely. They come to me because they're so tired and sometimes it's actually physically tired right. because our inner critic tend to cost us sleep. Like we go to bed at yes. night and we think of everything we did wrong. So we oh, go through this gosh. movie of the day and like, oh, but I forgot to do that. Or why did I say that in a meeting? I was so stupid to have said that. Yeah, oh, or that's right? so recognizable. So that's one of the things that women come to me and like, like, I'm just, I cannot be with, with, my negativity sometimes they aren't even aware that it's a negativity but they feel so small yes. sometimes they're stuck in their lives they want to take steps but they're they just keep themselves small and they don't want to do that sometimes it's it's this feeling of emotional overwhelm right the guilt and the so guilt. basically they come to you thinking that there's something wrong with them and they need to be fixed yeah yeah mm. exactly absolutely right. Absolutely. Right. And so from there, it's taking them into this, this, you know, there's nothing wrong. And then, okay, so what, what else, what else, you know, so we're talking about being your own best friend. Now, I can imagine also yes. that maybe boundaries come into that, no? Definitely you know, boundaries come not, into that. Yeah, that's a very hard part, raising boundaries, saying no to someone else. Yeah, yeah. To some I, level, it's okay. But when we start to disappointing others by saying no or by speaking yeah. up, that is so hard for us. 
Yeah, that is and that so is hard. the one thing I would, well, not the one thing, there are quite a few things I'm actually delighted with at the over 50, but that is one thing that I have now learned to do and it's taken me a long time. I yes. would never, I always had to be there for everybody all the time and I never got bitter if it was not reciprocated and all that, but then suddenly at some point, well, it happened around my, I think it's again that that sudden awareness of saying, you know, it's, it's me. It's time for me yeah. to think as well. And and yes. some people who just drain me all the time, just little by little, I've let the relationship dwindle and I don't save them at three o'clock in the morning or all the stuff that I used to do before because yeah. it just depletes me too much. And I believe that everybody exactly. is responsible for their own life. You know, they can't just sponge off everyone else. So yeah, boundaries as well. Boundaries is an important one. It's it's it defining your own worth, yeah. right? There's a lot of work on defining your own worth and not needing someone else to define it because you're becoming yes. dependent on someone else. But yeah. defining your own worth, there's also this element of reframing. Mm. And that is like whatever the inner critic tells us, how can we look at it in a different way? Exactly. Right? And we say, so for example, we say sorry so many times. We have guilt, we say sorry. Even if someone bumps up into, into us, us at the supermarket, <laughs> we say sorry, like, oh, sorry for being here. Well, sorry yeah. for actually existing, right? Yeah. yeah. And also when we're late to a meeting, we say, oh, sorry. You kindly you yeah. said sorry, you were one minute late. And you said, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. late. Yeah, right? true. Yeah. And, and reframing that, and that's another tip, reframing the sorry to thanks for your patience right how many times don't we we speak with with a friend and we like pour our heart out and then we go like oh i'm so sorry i'm crying yes. right now or i'm so yes. sorry i'm bothering you with this it's like no thank you yes. for your patience thank you for being here with me and holding me and that is so much more valuable than saying sorry it doesn't help the other person either if you thank them for being there for you they will they will feel so connected to you as well and it's always from a place of, of strength right because sorry is saying oh my gosh i've done something wrong yeah it's making when yourself thank small. you is is yeah. is adding on that is so clever Maya Lane. that's actually yeah. very interesting i'd never thought of it that way but it totally makes sense when we say sorry we are going from the principle that we've done something wrong but when we say thank you to someone else from a position of wholeness not from a position yeah. full of holes because you know the other part is just all the critic and all the parts that we're trying to ignore about ourselves that we dislike is we're saying it from a position of wholeness and of strength yeah absolutely. right so no more yeah, sorries but thank you to the other for, thank you. for whatever it is yeah Okay. And that's really this reframing technique. So another one. So I yeah. divorced a little year after my best friend passed. That could be an episode oh, on gosh. itself. Yeah. But I had to reframe. I wanted to reframe being by myself because that feels really lonely. I'm never alone. I'm yes. always with myself. Yes. So I go to places with myself. Yes. I spend a, a night out with myself. I'm not by myself. I'm with yes. myself. Oh. So this is also a little reframe. Mm, that's beautiful yeah it's so true and I mean you know we're talking about best friend you know there's one person who's always going to be with us you know who exactly. was there when we were born and who was there when we will die and, and you know nobody else can be as much there with us when we die even our best friend so yeah. I mean if we aren't our own best friend who else is going to be there for us yeah yeah and that's leads us to the third tip which is being kind to yourself mm. yes really being kind to yourself and sometimes we find it hard so think about 
what do you say to your friend if that friend is suffering or if that friend made a mistake or failed at something, right? You don't you don't say to her like we would you're never so be stupid. Yes. You're so stupid for for not getting the job. We yeah. would say, you know what? They don't know what they're missing because right. they haven't hired you. Right. But when it's us, we're so harsh. We are horribly so harsh. harsh. And it serves Absolutely. no one. You know, no. playing small and, and making ourselves feel rotten serves no one. People who feel no. rotten don't do great stuff in life, don't make the world a better place. No, no definitely not. Shame, yeah. right? It really is. And I feel that, or I don't feel, I believe that is if we as women become our own best friend, coming to the start that we also, we have something we're wired for nurturing, we're going to be, invite others to do the same. Yeah. If yeah. we are kind to ourselves, other women are going to see that and feel like, oh, it's okay to do that. Yeah. If we celebrate ourselves without being arrogant, but just celebrating ourselves, we're inviting others to do the same. Yeah, because it's not saying that we're perfect. It's not saying no. that we're perfect, but it's not beating no. ourselves up about it. It's building exactly. ourselves up so that we have the confidence to change whatever uh, whatever it was. You know, to sort of yeah. say, okay, I didn't, I shouldn't have reacted that way, maybe. Okay, but to feel so strong, you say, okay, what do I need to learn? What do I need to change to 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 make that not happen again? Then, right? Yeah, uh, exactly, and celebrate yourself for it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Encourage yourself, right? If if we want to change yeah. stuff, we need to be strong. So making ourselves feel little and miserable does really serve no one. I no, mean, we could change the world with stuff like that. You know, it's all about, you know, be the light. Mm -hmm. Like we say, how can we be the light when we're constantly dragging all these black clouds around with us and all these accumulations? You know, you mentioned the word before yeah. about the film, you know, that we go through the film at the end of our day of, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. And how can I possibly yeah. have said that? No. It's, yeah. it's just so disempowering. And then the next day we add to the film. So we just make it bigger yeah. and louder and bolder before we yeah. feel like crap. And now yeah. it's time to stop all of that. I mean, at 50, you know, maybe mm -hmm. we need to do it to some extent as we discover who we are. But somehow it feels like, you know, now is the time to to really shine our light and and be the inspiration that we want to be for others, for the next yes. generations as well. I mean, yeah. little by little, the conditioning side is changing, I think. But mm -hmm. we it is a long time to evolve. Yeah. And it starts with ourselves. And it starts with ourselves. You cannot change someone else. You can only change yourself. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And yeah. lots of us think that we can. And we also, you know, lots of us are quick to, you know, judge and condemn other people. And, and my experience also uh, as a coach is that mostly the things that we accuse other people of are things that we're ashamed that we have ourselves. So it's also mm. time to, without being that critic, but to literally have an honest at, you know, what are the things that are holding us back and how can we change them? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And usually it's beliefs holding us back. Right. Beliefs about ourselves, beliefs about how we should be. It's all the shoulds. Right. Um, and that's a lot of the work. Is is a, And that's why it's hard work to be your own best friend because it involves going into the, those beliefs, finding where they're coming from, realizing they're not serving you, Yes. reframing reframing to a belief that is serving you and i mean i'm just sort of continuing to think along like i always do at the same time is that you know these tips that you've given are extremely important and i really hope that by this episode we are raising that awareness and for the further work 
then maybe, yes, we do need a coach. It's hard work to do that yeah. on your own, I think, because you need somebody to play the best friend until we get there, right? Because of, yeah. sometimes I'm thinking to some you know, people that I've, I've known, you know, that they're, they're so ingrained by the age of 50 plus with yeah. that pattern and that way of seeing themselves and the film and all the stuff that you've done wrong or it's always somebody else's fault or whatsoever. Yeah that we actually need perhaps for a little while somebody else to play the best friend to teach us, yeah. you know? Yeah, to teach us, as in not, because as a self-love coach, I will not say to someone else, like, you're amazing and you're great. And because their inner critic is not going to believe that. I yes. help them yes. uncover it within themselves. Right. So That's I right. They've got to see it. Yeah, they've got to see yeah, it. Yeah, because how many it. times have you not said to a good friend of hers that feels really small? You're like, but you're amazing at this. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's helping to some yeah. extent. But the way I help as a coach is to help them see within themselves like, wait, this is a unique strength I have. Yeah. Yeah, we get and, embarrassed, right? We get embarrassed. I've just yeah. come back from the gym where I did a new class I'd never done and the, the teacher complimented me on, on my good form. I've done Pilates for years. So yes, I do have extremely strong abs. But, you know, do I know how to take a compliment like that? Oh, no, no. Oh, oh it's because yeah. of this. Oh, it's because yes. of that. And I'm there on my bicycle cycling back here to, to interview you thinking, for goodness sake, when are you going to learn to just say thank you? Yes, Thank I you. do. And I do actually have exactly. great abs because I've worked on it my entire life. I've always done abs. I've always done, you know, Pilates, yoga. And yes, you develop great abs by that. But it's immediately we're embarrassed and we don't know what to say yeah. about it. So it's it's learning to own all yeah. of who we are, right? To own it. And that's the last tip in terms of for what you're saying. Thank you. And go even further and say, I receive. Oh, yes. Okay. I receive. And if you want to go even further, you say exactly what you did. And it is true because, right. and that's that I feel very yeah. uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it is. Oh my, oh my God, it I'm is. Setting it. I've just, yes. sorry, <laughs> just seen the time. Marie-Hélène, this is wonderful. I mean, you, you've mentioned a few times further episodes, please come back because this is the sort of thing that I want to share. It really is time that we, you know, just take a, a it's none of this arty farty whatsoever this is just reality right looking at things from a different way yes. loving ourselves so that we can love others we're not just saying yes. being like oh I'm fantastic you know there's that no it's if we want to change and if we want to live the lives that we want to live and if we want to affect people around us in that positive yes. way that we want to have we need to be our own best friends so Mayurin thank you very much for the rest of you out there I hope you've been taking notes I mean there are so many tips I mean we're talking about <laughs> Celebrate yourself every day. The gratitude 2.0. What was your part in it? No more sorry, sorry, sorry. But thanks for mm -hmm. boundaries. By reframing, there was also not by myself, but with myself, which I thought was actually extremely powerful. The being kind to yourself. The thank you I receive. And, and you just mentioned so much yes. more. So re-listen if need. Take a pen and start mm -hmm. implementing some of those. Thank you, Marjolaine. And I hope to have you back again very soon. I will. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening. Now it is up to you to make it happen. Join me next week for another dose of empowering vitamins as we navigate the marvelous roller coaster we call life. Subscribe and let me know what you think we should be talking about. Take care out there.